Blog Talk Radio. Because the people's champ is ready to talk. You are damn skippy, and he is definitely talking about me. Folks, how you doing tonight? I am the Fantasy Jester. This is the Fantasy Jester Show. And that's right, the people's champ. The people's champ in fantasy sports. The people's champ in FXE, making wrestling great again. Let me tell you something, folks, and also now the people's champ of sports talk podcasts, okay? We're coming up. You know, for those of you who don't know, there's a little story behind the jester, and we're going to get to that in a minute. Part part of my rant, and it's not really a rant, kind of, sort of, but not really. We'll get to that in a little bit. Folks, Fantasy Jester Show brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com. Blog Talk Radio, breadfromyourbed.com, and the good people at Deep Obsession Charters, West Palm Beach. Folks, I'll tell you, it is absolutely chilly here tonight. I don't, I, I know, I'm sorry, I'm going to complain, but it's 50 degrees, and I know some of you are going to shut up. Well, listen, if you're not used to 50, if it's not a regular thing, this is what happens. So, I'm cold. I'm cold, and normally I'm bitchy when I'm cold. And things are going so well, uh, I can't even bitch during this time. And, you know, as we're going to get into the show, I'm going to bring in JT. Everybody, if you don't know him, he is Fez, F-E-Z, 437 on Twitter, my co-host and partner through all the podcasts, and he is the lead voice of FXE at our shows. He's going to be joining me. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. I've got to, I, I, I got to ask JT the question, is Brian Dozier one of the most underrated players uh, out there right now at second base? He really doesn't get a lot of love, and he's coming off of a career year. He just keeps getting better. And then uh, I want to also talk to him a little bit about Manny Machado. And, uh, you know, we had talked about some of the big guys going through arbitration, and Manny Machado, I mean, I'm sorry. He took a hit. I mean, 11.5 mil for what he's doing is year 23 season. I mean – 23 years old, and he had an absolutely ridiculous year following up his age 22 year. I want to talk to JT about that a little bit. We're going to go ahead. We're going to talk wrestling, of course. Uh, you know, WWE, 
Royal Rumble, its predictions, and, uh, you know, look towards WrestleMania because a lot of it leads into where it's going. So I have a couple of thoughts, uh, and so does JT, I'm sure. I mean, uh, he's got an opinion on everything, damn it. Like I said, you know, you got to remember, there was that time where he, he missed two shows, and I was free to do what I wanted. So, uh, but no, seriously, we'll be talking about that because it really does. So, you know, this sets the table for the year. It sets the table for WrestleMania, and we'll be talking about that. As well as uh, some things on FXE that have been going on lately. You know, uh, today, if you were paying attention on Twitter, between myself, uh, Fantasy underscore Jester, and uh, Shannon Moore, a guy wrestler from TNA, and he's been around, and I I recently met with him and offered him a deal, and and now it seems like... uh, He's got something to say about that deal and, and, and wants to add what I feel is adding a new wrinkle to it. And we're going to get into that later on about how I think I'm going to handle this and how I should handle it. You're going to want to stick around for that. NFL Super Bowl set, folks. It is the New England Patriots against, well, it's against Atlanta and the rest of the NFL that hates the New England Patriots, basically. And uh, it's going to be an epic story. It'll be an epic story, no matter what happens. No matter what happens, no matter how this plays out, it's, it's going to be a story for the ages, and we all know that. We'll go ahead. We'll be talking predictions later on. We'll be talking predictions next week. We're not talking predictions this week, but we are going to start talking about some of what's out there. And also JT has something he wants to get out there uh, regarding some of the fines and what's not, uh, what's going on regarding player injuries. NBA, you know, JT always has a, a couple of people, but you know what I, I what I, I want to go this week is I want to talk about a couple of things that are going on right now, in particular in the NBA, a couple of trade deadline things is mellow going somewhere, you know, Uh, Is he going to the Clippers? Because right now the crowd at MSG is chanting trade mellow. The Bulls, what WTF is going on with the Bulls? I want to talk to JT a little bit about that. And then finally, I also want to talk to him about the Celtics. uh, Seem to be after my guy down here. And uh, he was a great guy to meet. Really nice kid. they want Vuk. They want Vukovic. Don't blame him. 26-year-old, 7-foot center, double-double guy. And uh, the Celts need rebounding. They need a big man. They've, they've tried a couple of people. It's not working. And, and now they want him. And I'm just I'm getting ready to watch more players that I like leave Orlando. It's, uh, it's difficult to watch, folks. So, you know, that's pretty much what we have for you tonight. We'll get into a little bit of everything. Um, one of the things though, I have to tell you folks, I, I, I couldn't be more happy with where things are for these podcasts. Okay. And I want to thank it really, I owe it all to you folks. Listen, for those of you who are new, might not know the whole story real quick, want to give it to you. 
Last February 1st, I started writing for a website. Within a week and a half, two weeks, they were asking me to come on their podcast. My, what I did for their ratings and what the articles brought to them and all this stuff was absolutely fantastic. The response was great. Same as the response here. And I'm really grateful to all of you. Thank you so much. God bless you all. It allows me to have fun at what I'm doing and yet bring you the best of, of what you're looking for, which is, you know, all the sports coverage and the wrestling coverage and the wrestling promotion. Now, you know, trying to bring you the best of everything. And again, in FXE's case, making wrestling great again. I'm bringing that to wrestling now because here's what happened. I started writing and they asked me on the podcast. The ratings blew up and they had none. They had been at it for a while. They had like next to no ratings. And uh, what happened was, is, uh, you know, hey, listen, young guy owned the company and saw me as a threat and uh, couldn't handle it. I understand how that goes. I was young once, and I really don't hold it against him. He gave me that first opportunity, and I'm grateful as much as I don't like how it ended and how it went, but I am grateful for it. And now here I am a year later, and I mean, it is a little bit of bragging, I guess, when I say I'm at numbers in a year that at two and a half years, they're like nowhere near. Uh, And uh, so that just kept following suit. And again, that's because of all you folks, the people out there listening. And what amazes me, you know, and I want to thank everybody. I want to thank certain people now in other countries that are out there listening. Because in the past week, we have added listeners in Japan, Ukraine, and Ireland. You know, the jester isn't just Florida. And, and right now, and, and that was one of their problems over there. They couldn't even carry Florida. This is your home state. This is where you do your podcast, and you can't carry your own state. And uh, that was one of the problems, not being able to get the proper talent. I, I don't know. JT and I seem to be able to get talent in here and talking to people from the sports world and having great interviews and whatnot. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there, but I do want to welcome everybody on the international scene as that continues to grow because it really is. It shows me a lot. And to have fantasy jester or jester when, when it's FXE and JT and the whole gang to be recognized now, not just Florida, not just nationally, but now we are at more than one country, folks. We're, we're building – that's three countries in one week. Thank you, all of you. Thank you, all of you. We, I'll continue, I promise. And everybody who knows, okay, I, I bust my ass to bring you the best of everything and because you all deserve it. And I, I will continue. That's my promise, whether it's the podcast, it's the writing on fantasyjestersports.com, whether it's the YouTube videos that we have out there or the FXE shows. And folks, again, for those of you who are new, don't forget, you can go to iTunes, catch some of the old podcasts. You want to get caught up, whether you're a wrestling fan with Larry Zabisco, uh, if you're a baseball fan, Cleveland Indians radio announcer, Jim Rosenhaus was on Funny Story. Then you have 
Miami Dolphins defensive end, former Pro Bowl player, Jeff Cross on. And, and, and the list can, goes on, and it really does. And it's been fantastic. So go back, listen on iTunes, and we're going to have several other places that we're adding over this next month for you to be able to see it. But for all of you who don't already know, we've made it even easier for you. The Fantasy Jester Sports app. Join in. Join in. Find out why this is becoming internationally known, folks. Go to app, A-P-P-M-A-K-R, appmaker.com, and look up for Fantasy Jester. You'll see my beautiful face right there for you. Click on that. Whether you have an iPhone or an Android, makes no difference what your device is. It's ready to go. One place for all your desires, whether it's the articles, the podcasts, the YouTube. We, we've got a bunch on there. So enjoy. And we'll be expanding that as well as, as we go ahead and get further into it. We'll create more on that app. That was just something to help all of you, the fans, have one central location, make it a lot easier for you. Uh, because as we were adding all these different outlets, I'm starting to realize, wow, you know, have people got to travel all over the net and all this? How can I make this easier? So we get, we came up with that. And like I said, we'll expand that some more for all of you. Let's go ahead. <clears throat> you know, I can't really celebrate all this without the person who has really been by my side and been supportive of all of this from day one, very first podcast to now and continues on to the FXE show continues on becomes the guy who is the voice of FXE and the shows folks, friend and family, he is Jason Townsend. JT, how are you tonight? You know, Jester, I couldn't be any better. Coming to you live from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Loving the weather, loving the state. And, uh, you know, I usually come on and, you know, fire a shot or two across your bow. But, you know, I got to say, you know, the fans that help make us where we are so far are one thing. But you busting your ass 24-7 like you do is the reason the fans like this show. You put in a lot of work and it shows, you know, this roller coaster, we're still going up the hill. We haven't even hit, come close to the precipice of this yet. And there's a lot to come. So everyone who listens, hang on and enjoy the ride because we got a lot coming. (laughs) Thanks, JT. You know, and it's funny you should say that. Yeah, because you know what? Somebody asked me how, you know, where are we at and how's it going and all that. And, I have two different ways to put it. One, I'm just getting warmed up. Two, think of the first year as first gear. JT and I and the rest of the gang here are about to slap it into second gear. If everybody thought this was good so far, hold on tight, folks. We're just getting warmed up. We're just going to slap it into second gear now in our second year. We've got FXE shows that are just going to knock it out of the park for you all. So sit back and enjoy. You know, JT, going ahead, we're, we're a month. We're getting closer to pitchers and catchers reporting. Got some baseball for you. 
Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And it, and it can't get here soon enough. You know, before we get into my guys, uh, I tease the crowd with, I want to go ahead. You have a couple of players that, on, especially on the fantasy horizon, to pay attention to. Well, you know, I do have a couple of players for you. And it's more of a, a guy you should look at. And they're both highly publicized players. There's a lot of talk surrounding both of these guys. Uh, my first one that I really do like going into this season is Andrew uh, Benintendi from the Red Sox, the young outfielder who came up last year, you know, logged 34 games, 105 at-bats, was able to hit at a 295 clip, played some excellent defense. He's not going to hit a lot of pop, but he's a guy that I think can get on base, hit for a high average, and get you those doubles, triples, probably throwing a couple stolen bases. And the guy also has a hell of a glove in the outfield, so he's not somebody you're going to look at that's going to get benched for his defensive prowess. So definitely somebody I like there. Uh, not to mention, you look at the Red Sox lineup. The other guy was a former Red Sox prospect who's now with the White Sox. A lot of hubbub out there about Yoan Moncada. I'm going to tell you a guy that I think that a lot of people should stay away from this year in him for the reason being, when he did come up last year, he did not really show a lot. Uh, the guy only had 19 at-bats, but he struck out 12 times in 19 mm-hmm. at-bats with only one walk. Um, yeah. And I think the White Sox are a little different than what you have in Boston. The White Sox are nowhere near a contending team, and I don't see any reason for them to start this kid's clock. I think he spends the majority of the year down in AAA to refine his bat. There's a lot of people talking about this guy, but if I can borrow a line from another podcast of ours, King's Ransom or Fool's Gold, I think this mm-hmm. guy is definitely mm-hmm. Fool's Gold and uh, somebody I would avoid completely going into the season. Uh, and what about uh, Ben Tendi? You, you think he's uh, King's oh. Ransom? Oh, I really do. You look at what the kid did last year. You look at how he's thought of in the organization. Could he start the year down and maybe be a May 1st type of call-up? You know, you've got Betts and some other guys in that outfield already. They're solidified. But I know management likes him. I know the uh, front office loves him. And uh, his teammates seem to really like him as well. And this kid can play defense, and he's shown already. 100 at-bats, that's a nice sample to bat 295 Mm -hmm. for this kid. So definitely somebody I think that's – you know, a mid mid round, you know, mid round flyer. Somebody you look at that maybe you want to stash. If you're in a dynasty league, you definitely want to get this kid. I'm going to throw right. an old name out there to you. He reminds me of an old former Pittsburgh Pirates, St. Louis Cardinal named Andy Van Slyke. That's exactly who the kid reminds me of. Slick fielder, it's not bad. guy that may, yeah, may hit 10 to 15 home runs, but he's going to bat 290 to 305, high on base. Nice amount of walks, stolen bases, runs, and extra base hits. So definitely somebody I'd keep my eyes on. Uh, you see him as a table setter, what? Like as a, a what do you figure? What do you project him as? I, like a two hitter? Yeah, I think he's a number two hitter. Or you could because he's so good with the bat and puts the ball in play. You may see him as a number five hitter at some point uh, to provide a little pro, you know protection at the you know middle of that lineup for the three and four hitter. Uh, not a guy that's an easy out. You know, so definitely somebody, though, to keep on your radar. Good, good. And one of the things, JT, you know, you alluded to it in your discussion about him, and I want to point this out. I definitely want to highlight this for you fantasy players out there, uh, something that you said that's very important, and uh, JT, I know you're big on this, is 
whether or not the player can play defense as well. Now, understanding that it's not usually a category in fantasy play, some fantasy uh, leagues will have it, but in most, that's not the occurrence. But why you want somebody who still plays defensively well is because of what JT said. He's not likely to be replaced in the seventh, eighth, or ninth innings. So he's going to see four at-bats, five at-bats, instead of three or four. Exactly. So that is something that, for you fantasy players, you have to. Whether or not your league scores it or not, it's something that you need to pay attention to if your league is counting stats, which obviously that's what you're there for. So, I mean, uh, it only stands to reason, and uh, you really need to pay attention to that. Great, great stuff, JT. I want to ask you something, though. You know, in my eyes, I, I think there's a guy, and it's simply, I think, because uh, his batting average hasn't been the best in Brian Dozier. But he is it me, or does he seem to be so overlooked? I mean, 42 homers after having 28 and 23. I mean, he's up on the upswing. Again, his average is on the upswing, 268. He slugged 546 last year, 99 ribbies. He got a little speed, five triples, 18 stolen bases. Uh, how is this guy not talked about more? You know, Why is he not talked about? Is it a Minnesota thing? It's a Minnesota thing. And, you know, everyone out there, that you know, this isn't your father's homer dome, you know, that they used to play in where home runs came easy. That's a ballpark where you've got to get a hold of that ball, especially in April and May, to drive that thing out of the park at Target Field. So, you got a guy at a premium position. To me, second base, shortstop, those are premium positions. The, the pool for star caliber players is maybe a handful or a touch over five, six, seven guys that are star players at that position. And this guy, you picked a great one, a guy that gets no talk, a guy that should be looked at, uh, and a guy that hits for power in a ballpark where, you know, power is not something you see from a lot of players. You know, we saw a guy that came into that park last year with prodigious 50 home run power uh, from overseas. And, you know, he struggled, what, to hit – I think he hit less than 20 or right around 20 bombs in Young Young Kim. So, um, yeah. you know, so, you know, I, I great pick and a guy that I don't understand other than where he plays. Small market team, a team that rarely contends for anything. And let's be honest, when you look – at baseball's divisions, that division, other than Cleveland, Kansas City, I mean, you know, they get talked about Cleveland only until last year. You know, you never heard much about them before that. But it seems to be a division that really, unless you play for the Tigers or the Royals, you really don't get talked about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it really is. I mean, the only detraction is, again, uh, uh, over the past three years, he's ranged between 128 to 148 uh, strikeouts. Other than that, I mean, his numbers you know, but is you take that, a good mix. I would mm-hmm. say take that and compare it to Mike Trout and look at his strikeouts, and I don't see anyone, not that this kid's Mike Trout, let me let me say that, but look at Mike Trout's strikeouts and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a guy, oh, yeah, I'll no, still take uh, him on my team anytime. With Trout, though, he maintains the average with the strikeouts. That's I think that's the difference there. You know, we were talking about some of these big guys. We were talking Harper and stuff like this. And I brought up Machado earlier. 
JT, 11.5. First of all, I don't understand why they haven't wrapped this kid up. But And then on top of it, do him at 11.5 after hitting 294, 37 bombs, 96 ribbies. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I wish I could give you something on that. You look at uh, his numbers comparatively, and don't forget, we're talking elite gold glove defense from this kid on top of it. He wasn't a diva last year. He didn't get himself, shoot his mouth off, or throw baseball bats at, at people had he done in previous years. So the kid matured a little bit, went out and handled his business, uh, and yet he's getting paid less money than the biggest diva in all of baseball and Bryce Harper with less numbers. Harper's numbers are not as good as this kid's, and his defense is nowhere near as good as this kid. So I'm scratching my head on that one too, Jester. I can't understand that where they come up with these prices. Uh, yeah, and hold on, on Machado for one second. I just want to put this out there. Um, I have a couple of people that like to listen in instead of listening on their computer. They like to listen in on on the uh, phone. So they call in, and you can listen to the show if you're on your phone. You can listen to us there too. And I have somebody on the board right now. One of the people that's on the board, I wasn't expecting. I've texted that person and asked them, do you want to come on air? I see you on the board. I don't want to just pull them on if they don't want to talk, if they were just here to listen. So um, for those of you out there and your last two digits are eight, nine, and uh, I sent you a text, kindly reply if you want to come on air. Uh, You got something you want to talk about? Or are you just listening? Have fun if you're listening. Have fun if you come on. But getting back to Machado now, 294, 37 homers, 96 ribbies at age 23, and it was following up 286, 35 homers, 86 ribbies. But here's the thing, JT, and, and this was – I don't I, – I, I wonder if this was Machado wanting this, and I want to look into this, or was this something that the team wanted? Back – Two years ago, he stole 20 bases. Last year, none. <laughs> well, none. You know, you, you look now, at is that goal, him not wanting to run anymore? Is that the team telling him don't run and protecting him? Well, we've got a guy that's got a history of leg injuries, knee injuries, that sort of thing. So maybe it's the team saying, look, you know, we we don't need you to go out there and try to steal bases. We need you out there to play defense, and we need you to drive in runs. Um, you know, it's something that the Angels did do since we talked about Mike Trout earlier. It is something that the Angels did actually tell Mike Trout, I believe, was it a year or two ago, look, we want you to run left. Uh, we don't want you to risk an injury. So maybe that's something that the team has told him. I don't blame him. He's a great talent, both defensively yeah, and talent. with the bat. Both, both ends, so... Um, no, all right. So that that was we're gonna go ahead before we switch gears to wrestling. My uh, smoke signal that I sent up just then, my subtle smoke <laughs> signal on the air, uh, actually worked, and I had a reply of, "Yes, I'd like to come on air." And um, so we'll bring Gary Ruat on. Mr. Gary, how are you, sir? Great. How are you? 
Uh, I'm a little scared. You got me nervous. I wasn't expecting you to come on, and uh, I can only figure this only has one thing and one thing only. But go ahead. Let's hear it. Of course. The New York Giants did not look too giant, but the Patriots are. You know what? And you and every other Patriot is happy that the Giants didn't get there. So have fun. Enjoy. No, hey, listen, I got to hand it got to hand it to you guys and i'll tell you this okay because last week was the one that i thought was going to be a good challenge for you against pittsburgh because let's face it you basically have played against nobody's most of the year at the quarterback position so up until this point you know it was nice that you guys were that lucky to have that kind of situation happen but you know then you follow it up with uh you know hey listen i gotta hand it to you when you needed to play one game, uh, you did. Now we'll see what happens when you play a second real team in a row. So uh, I, I want to wish you all the luck. I really do. I, Gary, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you, the New England Patriots, and every New England Patriot fan out there all the luck in getting this next Super Bowl ring. But I can't. And I won't. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve calling here. Well, you know, Gary, Gary, I, I'm, yeah. I think you're a little confused, bud. If you look at the latest pictures of the gesture, I never seem to see any with him wearing a Giants hat. It's always a Buccaneers hat. So, you know, maybe you're barking up the wrong tree. Maybe you should start taking Tampa Bay shots at this Giants fan because a couple of those pictures I saw recently, he's not even wearing a Giants hat. Yeah, maybe yeah, he lost hope. See, it's the ensemble, okay? Uh, Next time, watch, go back, look at some of the pictures. The beard and the glasses match. The hat, the color. Wait, here you go. Follow this one. And go back and check pictures. The color of the hat matches the color of the T-shirt. I I am more fashionable than given credit for. Really? Why, why can't you wear a red, white, or blue T-shirt then in a Giants hat with your Smurf blue beard and glasses? Why can't I wear a black shirt when I want to? <laughs> well, there is that too, but, you know, that way when your ensemble matches, you know. I didn't realize we were going with fashion tips tonight, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. But hey, First of all, maybe, so that you know. Oh, no, so that you know right now, you there there's a partial truth to this, see, because I have a collection of hats out the wing out the wing wing. And right now my Giants hats are being punished. Okay. Um that is the truth. <laughs> and I gotta be honest with you. I, I almost wanna say the following words and actually mean it. I don't think I wanna put on a Giants hat until they get rid of Odell. Oh well I that really could be a while. It, that could be a while. And let me ask you real quick, just because Gary Ruot was a surprise. Since we're talking yeah. about fashion, does that mean like Ellen DeGeneres is our next guest or something? I mean, this is a, a new one for the Fantasy Jester Show. We're talking fashion. We are expanding <laughs> and broadening our horizons. And Gary brought it to wow. us. I mean, he came in here, okay, bringing that New England Patriots stuff, knowing what he was bringing, okay, and uh, wanted to cause a little problem. Thank you so much, Gary. I appreciate it. <laughs> no well, problem. you know, and just so Gary knows, I mean, there's really only two kind of people watching this Super Bowl. Falcons fans and people who hate the Patriots. So, I mean, that's, 
that's really all there is out there at this point. I mean, and, and, and when they lose this game, and when the Patriots lose this game, Bill Belichick can uh, work in, like I said, work in the next throw mama from the train remake because he looks just like Mafratelli. I'm telling you, take that hoodie off, give him a gun, and, I mean, he's set. So he's got work after football this year when they don't win the Super Bowl. Ooh, a little JT uh, foreshadowing his pick next week. You see, next and week, gonna Gary. And it's going to be a Boston College quarterback that beats him. Shot through the heart. Ooh, get Bon Jovi out now. Brady will be filling up his hand with Super Bowl rings after this Sunday. That depends on how how well Belichick cheated over the last two weeks. So we'll see. <sighs> wow. Let me ask you something, Gary. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do predictions next week. But since you're here right now, let me get your score prediction for the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to say 27 to 20. New England. Now, here, twenty-seven twenty. Are you willing to bet on the New England Patriots win? Say, if they lose, you have to shave your head. Mm, see, I will not see go if that Atlanta far. Oh, I love it, Jester. I love it. I just want to know yeah, how sure he is of his team. I'm willing to bet that if the Falcons lose, I'll shave my head. All right. Wow. Yeah. You got it? I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet. That's a deal? Gary, that's a deal? Oh, yeah. Deal. No, hold on. I know it is for you, JT. Gary, you're on. If New England loses, you have to come on the show, all right, and shave, get your head shaved live. And deal. we want the video for FantasyJesterSports.com. There you go. It's a deal. You hear it here, folks. We have plenty of listeners as witnesses. Okay, if New England Patriots lose, Gary Ruat will shave his head. If Atlanta loses, JT will shave his head. <laughs> folks, thank you so much. Gary, uh, thanks so much. I appreciate you calling in. We will keep uh, we will keep in touch during the week as I can harass you uh, anytime I want, and uh, I will talk to you soon, brother. You have a great day. Uh, real quick, All right, real, thank you. Real quick, when's your next trip up north? Um, it's in April April twentieth. Beautiful. Okay, right after that, April, we'll have you on. You let us know how how that's making out, folks. Um, yeah, of course. Gary, thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling in. We will talk to you soon. You have a great night. God bless. Thank you. You too. All righty. So, folks, you heard it there first. Okay. Hold on, JT. One second. Okay. He's off the line. Folks, you heard the, <laughs> you heard the bet. JT will shave his head. If Atlanta loses, Gary Ruat will shave his head if New England loses. When you get the opportunity, folks, go over to Fez437 on Twitter and take a look at JT. You'll see what he's shaving. It's going to be an interesting one, JT. It will be an interesting one. I'm sure you're sweating it out. Falcons better not let me down, man. The Falcons better not let me down on this. 
Wow. Wow. I am, uh, I'm having fun. I, this is what it's all about, folks. This is what it's all about, you know. Uh, I did not expect any of that. Honestly, I had no idea he was calling in. And I didn't know what he'd be calling in about. And then as soon as I heard his voice, I went, oh, shit. I know what he's calling about. Yeah, you did. As soon as he called in, you knew it was coming. But, you know, when you said that, when you asked him if he would shave his head, I thought to myself, okay, is, is you know, his gesture, is he baiting me? Is he baiting me? And then I thought, well, yeah, he's a master of it. So, you know, absolutely. He's a, he's a master baiter. So, you know, I knew it was coming. I knew what I had to do. So kudos to you on that, Jester. You know, uh, there's been a couple of times now, okay, I had fun with one of of the young talent, and uh, they asked me if they could be uh, reimbursed for gas and everything. And I text back, what? There's no effing way. What do you, why would you even ask me such a thing? And I was like, psych. <laughs> Folks, I am the jester for a reason. All right? I like to have fun. I like to laugh. Sometimes it's at other people's expense. Sometimes it's at my own. I really don't care as long as I'm laughing. Anyway, this should be good. I can't. Oh, my God. This will be awesome. I wonder how many New England Patriots fans. Hold on. We can have this whole big party. Okay. We now have Gary Ruat saying that he will come on air if, if New England Patriots lose. Mrs. Jessica just entered the room. If the New England <laughs> Patriots lose, Gary Ruat will shave his head on air at the Super Bowl. Okay, so now what I'm thinking of doing, JT, is seeing how many New England Patriot fans I can get to come and shave their head if they lose. What the good part was, Mrs. Jester, is this. JT took one for the team. Okay. JT went ahead and told him if Atlanta loses, he'll shave his head. (laughs) (laughs) Original JT, original. Hey, I'm here for you guys to help me help you. You know, that's what I live for. That's taking one for the team. That is taking one for the team. Okay, but here's the thing, JT. You know, as we were getting into wrestling, and this is probably a good time to uh, mention this. It really, yeah, it really is. Um, no, no, there is other notes here. Um, I have a, I have something I need to talk to you about because uh, I, I guess you thought you were funny, and uh, I guess you're going to find out what happens. Okay. Uh, I have somebody very upset, and okay. the words that I was told to repeat to you were simple. Huh? The check bounced. Oh, now you're you know, the next thing to, oh. to bounce. Man, I might have forgot to transfer those funds to that account, you know. Um, hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a good thing I bounce too, so because apparently that's what it sounds like somebody wants to do. So it'll be art imitating life. Yes, uh, folks. For those of you who missed it, uh, JT was trying to get Everett Lee uh, slammed by Renegade, and Renegade contacted me and said that the check bounced, and the next thing to bounce will be JT. So 
That's going to be uh, uh, hey. Listen, you got to work that out with him. I've or I've already taken my lick from him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, among several other people at this point. So yeah, I feel you. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I've gotten gotten hit a couple times. I'm really getting tired of that part. You really ODB have, you know, punched me like, in the face. ODB you know, punched me like, in the face. Uh, well, is it is it destined in the stars that you know you're basically to be a, a punching bag for all of our talent? I mean, or non-talent because it doesn't seem like whoever it is. You just said ODB, uh, she got you too. So you know, maybe you're just a magnet for it. You know, and uh, one of the things, folks, so that you know, uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning, and I almost forgot. Uh, is that this is a uh, the Jester show now, the Fantasy Jester show now that football season is over, is a half hour shorter. We're, we're running to 9.30 tonight. I almost forgot to mention that to everybody. <laughs> everybody, literally everybody I've forgotten. Um, we're going yeah, to 9.30. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do mean everybody, folks. Uh, no, uh, we had talked about it. No, we had talked about it, though. Really we had talked about the blues it. Is open late. Yeah, we had talked about it, but, I mean, you know, you, you know, in that little production call, you could give me a reminder. I mean, you know. You know what? I, if I, needed, I needed my own reminder. Can I, I, the truth <laughs> is this, folks. I am, sometimes I am brilliant. Sometimes I am the absent-minded professor, and I had forgotten until I just looked at the clock and it said, uh, I, you have 48 seconds, 48 minutes and 20 seconds left. <laughs> oh, all right. That's right. Son of a gun. We had, we had talked about uh, shortening it and uh, I had forgotten to tell you that we actually did. So let's go ahead. Let's get to everything. Uh, FXE. You know, we mentioned some of the help not being uh, happy and we've got somebody else now. Uh, some of you may or may not know, I've talked recently with Shannon Moore. Great. You know, I, I met him and he seemed like a really good guy and uh, I really like him and, you know, extremely talented wrestler, extremely talented young man and, and absolutely loves the sport. And I kind of, you know, pitched him a, an offer uh, to sign with us and he's thought about it. And today uh, he takes to Twitter basically to answer and that's fine i don't care I, i'm i'm a social media kind of guy I, I i can do that too and he mentions how he he'll sign but i'm like but what but he wants to bring lindsey snow in and those of you who don't know who lindsey snow is uh one badass uh young lady uh, yeah Hey, I'm still trying to figure out why you're complaining at this point. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, you know, I, I'm getting it, – it's like him and Renegade. They want to dictate how things are run, and, and that's fine. I understand you have to work with the, with the talent, you have to, and especially your, your, your talent, super talented talent, and Renegade's a, a, a highly sought talent. Shannon Moore's a oh, highly yeah. sought talent. Okay, so, Very. you know, yeah, there's some give and take. They so, give and you take. No, it seems like I give and they <laughs> take. Uh, Jesus, I'm taking a beating. Uh, 
physically, financially, and now we want hey, to dictate who comes on the road. Let me interrupt you here. Okay, I have to ask this question. So, so basically, you pay the bills, you yeah. set up the promotion, you yeah. get everything in order, yeah. and they tell you what they want. You got a great idea. Uh, this is exactly how it works. You are you are very <laughs> observant, sir. Well, so what happens what? is okay. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, we are talking about two immensely talented individuals that will be yeah. is fantastic for our show here. So it's not like we're talking like you know Ellsworth type of wrestlers. We're talking about like the real deal. No, and you see, I kind of opened the door for it when we were sitting and talking, and and I'm trying to let him know I, I really want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. You know, I even asked him, is there something you want in the dressing room when, when we're there? Like, you know, is there something like green M&Ms or something? You know what I'm saying? So make him feel right. comfortable that, you know, trying to take care of my workers the best way I can so that they understand that they're appreciated. So now, like I said, he comes up with this thing. He wants this girl, Lindsay Snow, uh, and again, she is she's, she's a, a dynamo. She's, yeah, she's she's a dynamo. She is dangerous, and uh, he wants her to come to FXE, and they he wants them to work together. So, folks, and you know, there are plenty of you on Twitter wondering how I was going to handle this request. It's real simple. I'm going to talk to Mr. Moore, Mr. Shannon Moore, and I'm going to say yes to his request, but there's always a but. But if you would like Miss Lindsay Snow to wrestle with you and be at FXE, March 18th, you'll both be at our location which is going to be announced February 8th, you'll both be put on the card, but you will not be fighting together. In order to go ahead and have a partnership and be a tag team together, you and Miss Snow must win separately both your own matches. Miss Snow, I will put you against somebody. You must win. Shannon, I'm going to put you against somebody. You must win. Either one of you lose, there is no tag team. That's my offer. Now, if you want to take it, if you two both think that you're that good, this shouldn't be a hard decision. Welcome to FXE, should you take it. We'll find out, folks. We'll see how this one goes. JT, that seems fair enough. Yeah, I feel, yeah, it does. And I mean, let's be real. You know, both of those two are, oh, they're going to be a blast to watch in the ring. I'm just thinking about what those guys can do or what she can do, what he can do. But, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, you, you remind me of uh, of one of those, uh, you know, petulant little children. You know, I want this, but you're going to do it my way. I love that about you. I dig it, man. This should be fun to watch. Well, yeah, see, I want to go ahead. I want to show that. Hey, listen, you want something from me? Not a problem. I'll be more than glad to give the wrestlers their dreams, desire, matches, and all this stuff, and uh, be able to wrestle against whomever they want. I'll bring them in here so that they can have a crack at that person, okay? But 
here, you want to be a tag team with this person. Fine. Let's see what both of you can do separately before I put you together. That seems fair enough. Oh, no, it definitely seems fair. I just like how you're going to run them through the gauntlet first. You know, you're going to get what you want either way. You're going to, they're going to give you their everything regardless, but you're going to get it your way, and that's always been one of my favorite things. So I have to say, I, I like where you're going with this. This should be fun. Well, it'll be interesting. Now we'll see. Uh, Shannon and uh, Lindsay, the ball is literally in your court for an answer. That's the best way I can leave it, folks. You know, those of you paying attention to FXE and everything that's going on, you know, we talked about Mila. Matter of fact, hey, uh, JT, you see the picture? Uh, Miss Mila thinks she's funny. She does. Uh, she does think she's funny, but uh, I have to say uh, it was a good picture, you know. So I got a good laugh out of it. So she is funny. Um, she's also, like we've talked about, you know, I, she put up a couple posts on Instagram, and if you're not following her, you should be. Um, the other night, you know, like I said, not only is she hot in the ring, she's hot outside the ring. So, and as you got to see firsthand, as I saw in your picture there. So, uh, yeah, I watched her last night. I went, um, I went down to Orlando and I, I checked her out last night, watched her, uh, wrestle. I watched a couple of people that were looking at wrestling and whatnot and had a great, great night. Um, absolutely fantastic. The people at, uh, no, over there were fantastic to watch. And uh, let me tell you something. She is, uh, as, as much as I uh, kid about, you know, that was that was great pick, and I love that she uh, did that. Actually, that's the thing is, that's something that I would do. So I actually do yes, like it. it. She is a brat. That, that's, I think that's the best way to put it is she's a brat and uh, a very funny brat, too. So. <laughs> You know, uh, but, you know, you might, she, you might uh, want to be careful. You may, you may get hit again. I, wouldn't that be a shock? Um, no, the <laughs> thing is this, JT, is no, she's taking a shot at me. She, I, listen, okay, she took a shot at me, and I would have rather she drop kicked me in the jaw. You know what she said? She picked on my age. And you called me old. Oh, what's she thinking? No. So you get no, what I'm not. saying. I would have rather had her drop kick me than say that. Don't call me old. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no need to be. There's no need. That's below the belt. Come on, mommy. Let's keep the gloves up a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. You call me old one more time. You'll find yourself on a six-on-one match. <laughs> See, I am, I'm not. I'm. I'm telling you, JT. I'm going to have fun with some of these matches. You better watch yourselves, wrestlers. Everybody thinks they're funny. <laughs> Just remember who the jester is. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you created. You were. You're the originator of funny. I mean, you're the jester. I mean, come on. So you know. Let's go ahead and uh, let's do some dumpster diving and go over to uh, WWE for a little bit. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's terrible. I'm I'm just kidding, folks. I, You're right. I, like I said, he has been terrible lately. I, you know what? And it's no fault of the workers. The workers are absolutely no. fantastic. Okay, I love. I think the workers them out of that great, statement completely. Yeah. 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 The efforts there. It's the it's the uncreative of WWE uncreative, uh, and just the same old, same old blah. 
<laughs> you know what I uh, found out is that the whole NXT roster is expected to be at Royal Rumble. That could be saying. Uh, I'm saying Samoa Joe. I'm saying Samoa Joe, folks, and I've been saying Samoa Joe, and I'm going to say it again. He's not on the Saturday show. He's going to show up on Sunday, and guess who he will end up being? He'll be end up going to Raw. He'll end up going to Raw, and then from Raw, he'll, he'll end up going against the soon-to-return, he's supposed to be medically cleared this week, Finn Balor. Perfect timing. It really this is. Way. Uh, yeah, and there's, there's your match right there. Um, it's going to be interesting, some of these matches, though. And we started talking about the, the matches, uh, some of the matches on FXE on Wednesday. And, folks, mm-hmm. for those of you out there, wrestling fans, FXE Live every Wednesday night. Don't miss it. 9 p.m. No, Absolutely don't. fantastic. It is, it is growing extremely well, fast. And I thank it's, everybody It's growing. And let's, let's, let's be honest. If you didn't tune in last Wednesday or this past Wednesday, you missed the debut of Mila Naniki right on. On FXC. the podcast. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you, you missed that. So not, not to mention several other things that you had to throw out there and that, that we went over, but, uh, yeah, you don't want to miss any shows. We, we're going to have people on left and right, and these are the people that are going to be putting on one hell of a spectacle when you do come to our shows in March. Well, yeah, and that is, folks, so that you have an idea of what's going on, for you wrestling fans out there and those waiting for that March 18th date, and, and I can't, I, I can't, I really can't. And, and here's why. I'm going to tell you, folks, we are setting this up as sweet as can be for you wrestling fans. We are going to have a mix like you wouldn't believe. When we announced this roster on February 8th live on FXE Live, you're going to sit there and go, wow, you know, that is, there's some good stories already. If you're not paying attention, folks, I'm telling you, Get the app, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, get on FantasyJesterSports.com, get on FXEWorld.com. Folks, uh, you know, expect uh, Mila and her bio. You want to see some pictures of Mila, for those of you who already don't, haven't seen her or whatever, you can go to FXEWorld.com tomorrow, okay, and on there will be Mila and a little bit of her bio and a couple of the other people that are coming up that you'll be able to see on FXE are are there, okay? We're going to have now between now and that March 18th date, each and every week we will have a different member of the show for that March 18th. We also have several promos. That are going on because there are several storylines that have already started that you want to go catch up on YouTube, Fantasy Jester, FXE, or simply get the app, appmakermaker.com. Go get it, iPhone, 
Android makes no difference. It's going to be a lot easier to keep paying attention. We've got some promos coming up, okay? And one of those, uh, one of those is going to be, uh, well, Renegade said he has something to say to JT. So uh, that should be an interesting promo. We've got several of them uh, that are going to be coming up uh, for everybody to see and talk about. So enjoy those. Enjoy the interviews between now and the 18th. Get caught up. Pay attention to the stories so that you know what's going on when you come see us on the 18th, folks. JT, you know, WWE is going to have a couple of matches that we didn't talk about the other night. And I, I want to go ahead. We'll review the ones that we talked about the other night. And I'm going to throw in a couple uh, that we didn't talk about. And then I've got a couple of my own uh, WrestleMania predictions. I, I want to see what you say about this. Uh, as we move, you know, past the Royal Rumble and into what will be coming is WrestleMania. Uh, Gallows and Anderson versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I, I'm seeing Cesaro and Sheamus win probably, but I, I find that to be a shame. Why uh, you brought Gallows and Anderson over to? Talented wrestlers, very talented wrestlers. All right, I love I love Luke Gallows. Oh, and, both. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, they came over with all this fanfare too. So you got the fanfare, you got the good wrestlers, and they can't seem to get a strap yet. Now, do you see that happening? Do you think that maybe they get a strap, or do you see the same thing as I do that Cesaro and Sheamus is going to win again? You know, I'm a huge Cesaro fan. But, again, yeah. since they've held the strap, how often do we really see them in any kind of a, a headline type of match? It just seems like they're in the first hour, the first hour and a half of the show, just kind of something to fill time. I almost wonder, you know, Royal Rumble is one of their more prestigious pay-per-views or whatever you want to call it now with the WWE Network. Um, I'm actually going to call for Gallows and Anderson to walk out of the Rumble with the belt. Now, are you going to say that because – all right, so – all right, I, 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 I hope you're right. That would be nice. But um, now, are you saying that because – what do you think is going to happen? See, I, I, the other member there of the Bullet Club, do you think he's going to lose his strap to Cena? Hmm. I uh, – honestly, you know, I've been hearing it, and I've been wanting to ask you about this all week, and I saved it for the show, so here it is. And unlike FXE, WWE seems to just throw out there all kinds of ideas that they have for the shows. And the biggest one that seems to be gaining momentum on all the dirt sheets is uh, either Randy Orton sacrificing himself for Bray Wyatt so Bray can win the Rumble, then Randy winning the Elimination Chamber sets up a Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton at WrestleMania, or Randy Orton wins the Rumble, Bray Wyatt wins the Chamber, same result. So... At this point, I kind of don't, I don't think Styles walks out of the Rumble with with the belt, but since he's going against Cena, I don't think Cena gets it either. So yeah, I'm going to go with Styles holds it for one more pay per view. All right, I disagree with you there. I agree with you on the uh, yeah at WrestleMania. Yeah, they're, they're definitely building to Orton versus Bray at WrestleMania. There's there's no question. Which would be in my a hell mind. of a match when you think about it. Oh, yeah, that'll be fantastic. I'll definitely be looking forward to that, without a question. Now, but 
I disagree with you. I think Cena's going to win, but it also plays into what I think what the, the WrestleMania card will be. Okay, I think who comes out of the thirty man Royal Rumble leads to obviously versus Cena. It would take you to a John Cena versus the Undertaker WrestleMania. Does anyone feel, other than you, obviously, that the Undertaker can handle a, let's say, a title run, a, a lengthy title run like you would get winning at WrestleMania? Because I don't think his body can handle it. And I don't think WWE can afford another champion like they have with Lesnar a while back where he'd show up once every two, two and a half months and do something. So, and do you really see Taker losing at this WrestleMania is my point. So, that's where I don't see Taker winning the Rumble. I don't think any of these headline guys that they've shoved in our face as the uh, main guys are going to win. I think it's going to be somebody that isn't quite expected to win. I hope so. I really hope so. I hope you're right. I hope it's a huge it's swerve. It, isn't it too obvious for you to say Goldberg or Taker or Lesnar, you know, some Athena at the or you know, whoever at this point? It's just, you know, Angle if he shows up, you know. Who who knows? It, to me that's just too obvious at this point. You know, Randy Angle Orton, is would have been swearing up and down, he's not. Angle yeah, is yeah, swearing up and down. Protest too much. He yeah, is uh, yeah. he is now booked for access. He is booked for access. And, and and that's the that's the foot in the door right there. Um, yeah, and he's not taking bookings. It seems uh, that's been a something. One of the other names that are being thrown out there that might actually come back is Tommy Dreamer. Imagine that figures. That was, yeah, yeah, go figure. <laughs> I don't know. I mentioned Goldberg. Goldberg's gone. I mentioned this guy. He's gone. I don't know what to say, folks. Well, anyway, let's hope it's a surprise. But like I said, that you know, a lot, a lot of momentum for that whole Orton Wyatt uh, scenario going forward, which would be fun to see. Would be a hell of a fun build-up, especially if they give Orton more of a uh, Steve Austin type of uh, in-between, not necessarily a face, not necessarily a heel, but that in-between character uh, that he plays so well. So let's let's hope they do something big because they need it. Let me ask you, what do you think <laughs> what do you think of the idea that this is where Balor comes back? Again, kinda obvious, but at this point I think they need him. I think he's worked his butt off to get there. And let's be real, as much as a lot of us like KO, he's not been what Raw needs as a champion, I don't think. And obviously a lot of it has to do with booking and the way they've, the way they've portrayed him. But, you know, I think they need a few fresh faces. I don't see KO walking out of the Rumble with the title either. So, you know, get it to where Balor has a chance to get back in the mix. Could be interesting. But uh, I think Reigns walks out of this with the belt, which is why he dropped the U.S. title to Jericho a couple weeks ago. Well, what I'm thinking is um, that it could – what if it came down to in the in the ring that uh, it came down to Reigns and Samoa Joe? Like NXT take over a Royal Rumble kind of feel to it, you know? Yeah, that yeah. 
Yeah, that or even Balor, um, if he's a surprise entrant as well. So, yeah, Reigns and Samoa Joe would be fun to watch. So that that would be good. Uh, they put on some great matches. They do, but how can you really put Samoa Joe in the in the main event at WrestleMania after? Let's be honest. Yeah, you're gonna months. put you're gonna put uh, you're gonna put Balor. But I don't think so. I got to be honest with you. No, and I told you I, what I was going with was Taker. I don't think it's going Balor's going to Balor's going to suffer the same fate as Seth Rollins. That's the truth. Okay. Okay. We'll oh, we'll see. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot lot to come uh this week at the Rumble, so uh I guess we'll sit back, watch and uh you know, go from there Before, and see what uh, what FXC can do better. Yeah, no, before we uh, switch gears to football, um, we're going to take a caller because uh, I I definitely know what our uh, beloved Everett Lee wants to talk about. I'm sure it has to do with wrestling, so we'll get him on in a second. Uh, right there, yeah. Okay, that's him. Everett, <laughs> you there? Yes, I am, Jester. Uh-oh, Everett, we're in trouble. Up, what's up, bud? How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing great. Good complain. What do you got for us? Well, just sitting here enjoying NXT TakeOver San Antonio, and it's been one hell of a pay-per-view so far. What's going on? Give us a little bit. So far, the opening match, we had the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, going, going up against Eric Young and Sanity. That How did he do? One. I got the Perfect Ten in that one. Go ahead. I don't want to give any spoils out just yet because what? the fact of the matter is that um, <laughs> I will be I will be putting I will be giving you an article, Jester, on Monday morning with the results and the matches of this pay per view. All I can say so far right now is the perfect ten. I don't yeah. see why this guy hasn't been called up to the main roster already. Uh, he's he one of the fantastic. ones that some people are thinking. Yeah, and he's one of the ones that some people are thinking when they do this whole NXT, everybody, the whole roster to be at Rumble. He's mm-hmm. one of those people that they're saying uh, it's going to be more than it's going to be more than one. It's going to be more than Samoa Joe. So this will be yes. interesting. Yes, Who are I you feeling? see him. I can see him showing up Sunday in the Royal Rumble. It would be nice to see him come in at number ten. That would be awesome. You think Bowers? Uh, you think Bowers going to show up? I have a slight feeling from what the rumor mill and what the internet's been saying. I have a slight feeling that Balor will show up. If not, when it's getting close to WrestleMania, I have a feeling that we will see the demon Finn Balor show up and go after whoever is holding that universal title. Think there, uh, now let me uh, switch gears to women for for a second while I got you here. That whole Becky Lynch, Naomi, Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, Nikki James, and Natty, uh, what are they going to do with that mess? Is that is that something that's just going to be a disqualification match? Is that... Is that the one that's on the card that's their disqualification match? Uh, are you talking about the women on SmackDown or the women on Raw? Yeah, you got the 
you got the whole uh, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Bella, Nikki Bella versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah. All all the uh, SmackDown girls. So you see DQ in that? I see a DQ match. That's the one on the card that's the DQ match, if I had to pick one. Yes, I I see that as a DQ match. And I don't know after the DQ what the outcome and what they're going to do leading leading on the road to WrestleMania. I don't see JT? what's going to be happening with that. I completely JT, you agree think with it's you, a Yeah, I completely agree with you on that, Jester. At this point, I don't think there's any kind of storyline really there, at least anything to uh, of any substance. It's kind of a jumbled mess at this point. So, yeah, I definitely see that being the DQ match. I'm not going to ask you guys who the least talented wrestler is out of that group because I don't want to embarrass any of the wrestlers. But of those six women, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Nikki Bella, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natty, JT first, who's the best wrestler in your opinion? I think the best overall wrestler, if they'd let her show it, would be Natty. I mean, she's an extremely accomplished wrestler. I I don't understand her booking all the way back to her whole flatulence gimmick that she had going I don't understand why they've done what they've done with her, but in a regular, just let's say a true-on wrestling match, I would take Natty over any of them. Natty's technically sound. She is really, she very. has, yeah, she's very good at what she does. JT, I mean, uh, Everett, what do you have? Who, which one is your pick for best wrestler of them? Out of all four of them, I have to say I'm really impressed with the the ability and the talent and the improvement of, over this wrestler, Alexa Bliss. I've been following her since NXT, and I believe she is starting to develop and forge and carve out her own tech, technician of being a wrestler. Good. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'd have to say it's pretty close I, I I'd have to go with Natty. Pretty close with Mickey James. I like Mickey James. Um, but then again, I like I, you know what? It's really tough, and that's why I asked that question because you know what? I really do like each one of those six women's work. They all bring something, and they all bring something different, and. They're all good at what they do. I happen to like each one of those six wrestlers. There's not a, a crappy one in the bunch there, if you ask me. But that's just me. What else you got for us, Everett? What else I got? Well, yeah, I mentioned that I, I am watching NXT. I'm watching NXT Takeover right now. All I got to say mm-hmm. is what I've just seen right now. We will yeah. see a developmental story probably tomorrow night at the Royal Rumble, or on Monday Night Raw involving the game. That's all i got to say. Nice. JT, yes. how about that? Well, a long time coming at this point. Triple H, I, I think, needs to come back to try to save uh, base yes. on Raw to get some of those ratings up. So, yeah, that would make a lot of sense to me at this point. Um, and then I imagine once he gets things back to where he's happy, uh, they'll start putting that women's tournament together. Yes. Sounds good. Sounds good. And in yes. the meantime, FXE is going to be coming and 
rolling the ball behind them. It's going to be interesting, folks. I want to see what they do with this. This is a very interesting show tomorrow. This is the what to me is always the one that's going to kick off the year and the storylines for the year. Uh, you don't really WWE doesn't want to bungle this one. That's the best way. To no, it, they so. don't. Can't afford to with the money they're paying some of these guys to uh, be at it. So. Yeah, Everett. Thanks so much for calling in, man. Oh, you're welcome. Let me let me just throw this out here one last time. My pick for the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, no matter what's going on and everything with uh with with the internet, and everything going on has to be yeah. the dead man. I just want to leave it on that right there. Thank you guys. Yeah. Have a good night and uh, talk to you again. Hey, uh, Take care. Everett. Everett, before you yes. go, uh, how you feeling? I, I'm I'm feeling a little bit better uh, since I got back from the hospital. I did have to go back a couple times to get checked out, but I'm recovering. I'm feeling great. I'm walking around. Started up what my own pot. Give, uh, started my. What's let me that? ask you something. What do they give you for table poisoning? <laughs> Folks, that was Everett Lee. Thanks so much for joining us, Everett. Have a great night, brother. All right, you too, man. JT. Take care, Everett. All right, you too. Uh, folks, Everett Lee. He is a writer for FantasyJesterSports.com. He's going to be covering NXT for us. Uh, we're teaching him some of the stuff. Uh, a lot of people think you just write the article, and it's that easy. And uh, there's a lot more to it, folks, uh, that meets the eye, what you have to do to get it ready to go on the World Wide Web. There's more to it. If uh, you'd be surprised, you so know, you, we're teaching him you, that. Part. You missed the, You are teaching him that part. You missed the golden opportunity there. I was waiting for a little, uh, little speed. You know, pop, you know, pop quiz, hot shot. What does FXE mean? You know, or, or something. I was waiting for it. It just didn't happen. Get Everett Lee back on the line. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's get I Menace on the line. I wish Menace. Menace, if you're out there listening, my brother, give us a call. We got 15 minutes left. I know it's short notice. I'd like to teach him. Uh, Everett the doesn't letters. like him for some reason. Yeah, Everett doesn't like him. A lot of people don't like him, though. Yeah. He rubs people the wrong way. But, uh, listen, Naya, Naya and Sasha, is there any question Naya wins? I don't see it. And I've, I've uh, heard that they want to move Sasha over to. Uh, SmackDown anyway, so this will be a good way for her to exit. Charlotte versus Bailey. Is there any way Charlotte doesn't come see, out with the belt? Yeah, I don't see Bailey taking that title just yet. They got a little bit more they can squeeze out of this rivalry, so Charlotte wins that. What do you think, WrestleMania? We see the four of those girls in the ring at the same time. Yeah, four you know, four way championship match, I could totally see that, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Folks, that's WWE, that's FXE, that's been MLB. Let's talk a little football. Let's we obviously yeah, we're here. Yeah, well, we're shaving heads for the Patriots here. Um <laughs> Exactly. Or the Falcons. Or the Falcons. Yeah, you better hope, man. You better hope. Hey, I don't want to lose that. I don't know if I can afford to lose that, but you know what? It's just I I felt motivated. I said, you know, I gotta take this bet. So I'm ready to roll. Uh, well, your hair is everything. Your hair is everything it really is. to you. So I feel like really Samson, you know, without my hair, it's like, well, you know, what else do I got? You know, I mean, you saw that younger day picture I had where the hair was all the way down to my back, you know, so 
I'll tell you. This isn't good, folks. This isn't good. Pay attention to more. Anyway, yeah, we're going to see how many uh, New England Patriot fans we can get to uh, willing to bet that they'll shave their head. Uh, join Send us your next videos week. See how many we can get. To the jester. Yeah, get your, get your address out there. Send the videos afterwards to the jester so we can get them up on uh, on the website if you uh, are uh, do have the um, intestinal fortitude to go through with that bet, Patriot fans or Falcon fans, yeah. if you want to join in on my side. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Should be interesting to see what ha- comes of this because uh, it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I, I really, it's one of the things, even though it's New England and all that stuff, uh, I really believe it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic Super Bowl, JT. I do not. I'm not one of those people who believe every game, or not saying you are, but every game or every playoff game is always going to be close and good. I think this is going to be a whitewash. Who's white? Who's who's washing? Oh, obviously, obviously, my hair and I both have the Falcons. I, I think the Falcons yeah. have at least thirty-four points, at least thirty-four points on them. Um, I have New England coming in around the seventeen-point mark. If they're okay. lucky, fourteen to seventeen points, but I think they're going to, you know, come close to doubling them up. Really? I'll say it. Also, I'm not afraid to throw it out there. You know, sometimes you don't need facts; you just need balls. And I'll say it right out there. Falcons are going to embarrass Belichick. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, though, I can crow about it. So, Matty Ice get the uh, Super Bowl MVP in your eyes? It would cap off the regular season MVP, which he should get. So, Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, wow. Hmm. Now, I'm trying to I, – I I'll be giving my pick uh, next week, folks, for sure. Because uh, I'm not going to, you know, a lot of people are going to say, ah, he's not, he's not going to pick New England. No, I, I personally uh, am the type of person I prefer to be right <laughs> than go with uh, and be so foolish to go with the idea. I don't like them, so I don't, I'm not going to pick them to win. Uh, that's idiotic. I want to be right. So we'll see. I don't know who I'm picking yet. I started looking at the game started trying to figure out from a fantasy perspective. See, that's first where I try and break it down is, you know, I take a look at the running backs, first of all. And let me ask you something. Am I the only one that sees the uh, backfield, the running back situation as a push? They both got two talented backs to turn to in the backfield. So, Am I right there? Is uh, uh, when you look at the running back situation, is it a push to you? Ooh, I I don't quite see it that way. I I see Coleman and Freeman combination versus let's say Blunt and Lewis, uh, right? Or White, even at this point, uh, to be I wouldn't say far superior, but you know, at least a good majority of the way I look at it and say. If I had to give numbers out, I'd give out of a 10, I'd give New England's backfield a four in this game versus a seven for Atlanta. Wow. What what did LeGarrette Blount do to you? LeGarrette Blount is hot and cold. Some games he shows up, and other games he absolutely disappears. But when you're playing from behind like New England's going to be, you're going to need those backs in there that can catch the football. So Deion Lewis, John White might be a little bit more uh, – more of the poison that Atlanta sees, I don't see LeGarrette Blunt really getting that that much work. Whereas if you look at Coleman 
And you look at Freeman, they can run the ball inside and outside, and they both can catch the ball. So it doesn't matter what the score is for Atlanta. Their backs will be on the field. Wow. See, I would, I, I'm, I think Lewis is just such a weapon out of the backfield. Uh, I, I like him a lot. And then Garrett, I think Deion boy, Jones I mean, is going to be the also, so I think Deion Jones is the uh, antidote for Deion Lewis out of the backfield. You get a guy that was a safety at LSU that mm-hmm. moves well, covers well, uh, laterally, just impressive specimen of an athlete at middle linebacker, and somebody that's shown this season as a rookie, he can stick elusive backs out of the backfield. So, you know, I think that's going to be your antidote. Not that Deion Lewis doesn't show and do something, but uh, I don't see him having as big a game as he as he could have if he were playing, let's say, Pittsburgh. Or, excuse me, Pittsburgh Green Bay. Clay Matthews couldn't stick this kid. Uh, wow. I just got a uh, text from Gary Sr. Seems Gary Jr. just found out you're bald. I'm not bald. I got hair. I'll shave it, too, if we lose. <laughs> hey, you know... That's a bet. I never said that. I never said I had a head full of hair. I didn't say I had a Jufro or anything like that. I just said I'd shave my head if Atlanta lost. <laughs> All righty, folks. I hope that doesn't mean he's welching out of the bet if they lose. That's <laughs> going to be my question. See, all right. You found out. JT was a little slick on this one. That's fine. Well, you know, if I if I can borrow a line from uh, Mr. Deeds, he underestimates my sneakiness. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Gary. There, JT is bald. Yes, he is. Sorry, folks. I had to answer this because I'm having too much fun with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's full, folks. Uh, I'm getting it. I'm getting a couple texts from different people <laughs> laughing now. <laughs> yeah, I just hope he. Hey, listen. I hope he doesn't welch out of the bet now. That'd be terrible. Well, you know, he is a New England fan, so he may try to find any way he can to get out of it. So. <laughs> yeah, he's going to put up his sister here. Um, my sister's going to fill in for me. That's terrible. That's terrible. He's going to cheat He's somehow. He's going to wear a wig. Anyway, back to uh, back to the Super Bowl. All right. So, no, well, Garrett Blount had almost 1,200 yards and 18 touchdowns. I mean, it's not like he's a slouch. And that's even with Hoodie no, pulling no, the not. disappearing act every once in a while on the running game. Well, but he does. And if, and if New England's down, they're going to split it five wide. Um, four wide, throw the tight end out there, Martellus, you know. Um, I just don't see him being out there uh, if, if they get down early. And Atlanta's been a quick strike offense. 30% of the offensive snaps, uh, Elderman has seen the ball. Elderman's being used a lot. Yes, he is. He, He's helped. Yeah. Yeah, and it was nice. You see Hogan running uh, – running Gronk's routes now. So, you know, New England's offense is going to – I don't think – see, that's the thing. I see a high-scoring game, and here's what I think. 
because all the playoff games have been, uh, most of the games have been laughers, all but two have been laughers. I think we're going to see a phenomenal high-scoring affair, what the NFL wants. The NFL wants the offense. They want to see a lot of, they don't want the running game anymore. They want the passing game now. So, Well, let, let me, let me just throw this out there. You know, you're Ooh. talking about Chris Hogan, who's had a yeah. fantastic year in a lot of ways. But, you know, I just want to throw out there, any of you that you all know if you've been listening to the show, Hard Knocks is one of my favorite shows out there. And a few summers ago they did it in Miami, and we had a receiver named Chris Hogan down there. Um, and, and Joe Philbin and the guys named him 7-Eleven. Why? Because he's always open. So let's cut it. Fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, GM and coaching decisions made once again by the Mr. Magoo of football, Joe Philbin. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> yeah, let's name him 7-Eleven because he's always open and then cut him. Fantastic. You guys have had the likes of Philbin. You've had Vance Joseph. Cam Cameron. Cam Cameron. Well, well you, uh, you do realize fun. the whole yeah, you do realize the whole thing. The head coach for the Falcons was our defensive line coach when Cam Cameron was there, but Cam Cameron didn't feel the guy knew football enough, so let's cut him. Let's let's fire him. Bring bring somebody else in. Good call. Oh, I have a feeling uh, next week on the show we'll be hearing from Gary again. <laughs> we should, and you know, you know, we should. We really should. Uh, yeah, my phone is. Uh, I've got a couple people. I got. I've got him or his dad taking turns. I've got a couple. I got a bunch of people laughing. So at least people are enjoying this. <laughs> I know I half am. as half as much as we are. Hey, I Boy, I tell you, another England, time, you know? Yeah, New England loses this game. Boy, is that going to be an upset young man. I wonder if his girlfriend, he's got an absolutely, his girlfriend is absolutely adorable. Sweetest little girl, okay? She is just a nice young lady. And I'll tell you, I wonder if she knows he bet his hair. <laughs> wow. That's great. I'm having fun. Are you? <laughs> Oh, I'm having a blast. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Well, get... uh, going back, let's let's get back to that game and analyzing something. Um, do you believe that they're going to be able to slow down Julio? Do you think that they have the defense to slow him down? You know, it, it is as much as I rip on Belichick, it's really hard to think that this guy won't try to find some way to take uh, Julio Jones out of the game. I just think mm-hmm. if they do, Gabriel's good enough to step up. You brought up Mohamed Sanu, Dustin Hardy, and those two backs out of the backfield provide plenty enough punch, I think, to make up for Julio's share if they are able to take him out. I don't think they'll completely take him out. I could see an 80 yards and a touchdown type game uh, for him, maybe five, six balls. But I don't. Th- I think the rest of the team is where uh, Atlanta's going to win that game. Yeah, it was a nice pickup with Sanu. Yeah, filled in yeah, for nice Roddy White for nicely. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like it. Well, folks, two minutes thirty seconds says we are close to the end. JT, that was one hell of a show. Yeah, it went quick. It does. It goes real quick, especially when you're only doing an hour and a half. 
<laughs> well, yeah, when you think you're doing two hours and all of a sudden it's over. But, you know, I just want to throw it out there before we go off the air. Yeah. You know, St. Patrick's Day hangover, March 18th, is getting a lot closer. And I just keep thinking about, as you filled me in on some of the card, uh, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what the rest of it is. As we get close to, when was that, February 8th, you're going to announce that? February 8th, FXE Live, we will be announcing the place, the card, everything, all on that date, the matches, what we're going to look at, and a lot more, folks. It's going to be one hell of a show. JT, thanks for joining us tonight, as always. Folks, I am the Fantasy Jester. This has been the Fantasy Jester show, lightning in a bottle, and that's pretty much what we're doing here, folks. It's been Absolutely a whirlwind, and with these shows coming up now, we're going to have the wrestlers on. We're going to have some great guests on both shows, and uh, we've got a couple of surprises, obviously, planned for you between now and that March 18th date, both for FXE and for Fantasy Jester Show here on Saturday. We've got a couple of surprises coming up as well. Folks, thanks so much for joining us again This has been the Fantasy Jester on the Fantasy Jester Show. Check us out, fantasyjestersports.com. Get yourself the app. Go check us out on Twitter, Facebook, ah, YouTube, a little bit everywhere. I am the Fantasy Jester, and I am out of here. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. Have a great night.